0: ...found the silent alarm button under the counter. What are you fucking doing? The lead stormtrooper marched over, snatching up his gun to aim at her head. She thought of her mum and dad and hoped desperately that she wasn't the victim of some huge lie. He was about to grab her around the throat, shove his gun to her head. That was what she'd been told he'd do. She'd thought about it many times, but she hadn't had that enormous sound in her head and stomach then. Still she was going to let it happen. But then Kevin moved between them. Dear God, no. Was he going to try to be a hero? The stormtrooper swung his gun away from her to cover him. Step away. Kevin raised his hands, looking concerned and careful, not taking any risks. Listen, he said. There's no need for anyone to get hurt. You've come for the safe deposit boxes, right? That's all we have of value here. Well, I can show you where they are. I know where the two sets of keys are. I can even get you the list of who owns which box. The stormtrooper paused. Lacey felt panic start to take over. What the hell was Kevin talking about? Why would he lie? Only staff of her level of seniority could get hold of that list. That was one reason she was in this mess. She'd already given that list to her parents to pass on to whoever was behind all this. To get the keys, you would need to be a couple of pay grades higher. Today, that would be only... No. Looking around the staff here today, she couldn't actually see anyone else she knew. It must all be guys from the other shifts in today, which was weird, now she thought about it. Her thoughts snapped back to the here and now. Not only was Kevin putting her family's life in jeopardy with this mad offer... So was the bloody stormtrooper by thinking about it. She had to demonstrate her willingness to go along with the plan, to show them that her hesitancy about the alarm hadn't been deliberate. She pushed her way past Kevin and lunged at the stormtrooper, falling into him, the bravest thing she had ever done. She hoped it looked like she was having a go at getting his gun or trying to escape or something. "'Tell me who can open the safe deposit boxes!' he yelled into her ear, back on script, trying to make it obvious that he was addressing her and not Kevin. He grabbed her throat, which hurt like fuck. No, she wanted to say, not that hard. I can't breathe. He remembered and let go enough for her to speak. I won't tell you, she shouted. I can, Kevin insisted, pointing at himself. The stormtrooper paused awkwardly again. He obviously had as little idea as she did what Kevin's weird willingness to help was about. Lacey looked over her shoulder into those blank eye sockets, willing whoever was under there just to follow his orders. Kevin looked perplexed. Look, he said, do you want to rob this bank or not? Don't listen to him, Lacey gasped. He doesn't know what he's talking about. One of the stormtroopers yelled from the front door, Police! fucking loads the stormtrooper holding Lacey let go he looked around as if making his mind up under pressure he was just from the body language a terrible actor but that in a stormtrooper outfit looked somehow authentic all right he finally yelled this is now a hostage situation Lacey closed her eyes in sheer relief that was what she had been told to expect she had done her part. She, Kevin, and the handful of other staff and customers were yelled at and rushed back into the meeting rooms by the three stormtroopers, who shoved them into corners, told them to sit, and slammed the doors on them. Through the big panel windows, Lacey watched as they started to arrange the seating into a rough barricade, pulling out unfolding metal sheets from their backpacks to add to their defences. Presumably they weren't worried about anyone thinking at this point though they seemed to have come very well prepared for a siege they weren't expecting. They let us keep our phones, said a voice from beside her. It was, of course, Kevin. He still sounded strangely calm. So hey, we can tell the world we're in a siege. He took his phone out and typed a very quick text that seemed to consist of a single word. Few people knew that the private home that stood next to Chilcot's Bank on Park Street in Mayfair had two levels of cellars. In London, there were strict ordinances about building upwards, so if one